ATU Church. Kyle here at Midday Studios, just outside downtown Des Moines, where we have the great like pleasure and joy to love the city of Des Moines. And wherever you may be today, whether you are here in Des Moines or you are far, far away, <laughs> grace and peace to you in the name of our God and Father, Jesus Christ. Today is an interesting day for me. We have just spent a week talking about grief and mourning, and that, that seems to be a present theme among many of my friends and family. And this past week, I, I had a conversation with a friend who, he, he helps pastor a church out in Denver, and he himself had to grieve with one who has lost a loved one to COVID-19. And it was surreal to talk to him about this, about trying to love and, and care for a person from six and a half feet away, sobbing. What do we do when death comes near? Well, I'm tempted to say we stand up to it. We, we fight back. We win a battle. But quite frankly, this battle is not ours to fight. You see, on the cross of Calvary, Jesus said, it is finished. And for every follower of Jesus, we too get to say, it is finished. That is the battle with death. Because in that moment, what we didn't quite know is that Jesus was also saying, our battle with death is over. Because Jesus was taking into himself the final blow that sin and Satan had to offer. And then the power of God, he was condemning death to death by rising from the grave. And that is a glorious moment. That, that is something that this past Sunday we, we celebrated. We, we talked as a community about the power of resurrection hope. And that we get to live in that. But here is maybe a fear that I have. Is that we would, in clinging to hope, we would put aside our grief. That in clinging to hope, we would like try and pull ourselves up like good Christians. But my goodness, we would then miss a moment that Jesus is giving us to grieve. And so I want us today, this Friday, to be kind of like the first Christians who were living in a time of adjustment, a time of transition where Jesus is, is with them, but is going away and then coming in the spirit. And, and what we know that those first Christians didn't know, that those first followers of Jesus didn't know is what would come on that Pentecost Sunday. See, those, those 40 days that they're waiting and they're with Jesus and then they're waiting for the coming of the Spirit is also this time of grieving. This, this time where the church is trying to understand who it is. And I think that we're trying to understand who we are because many of the practices and the routines and the rhythms that we've given ourselves to for so many years are simply non-existent. They're just not there. And so my invitation today is to wade 
Maybe it's a pinky toe deep. Maybe you're in the waters of grief and you are ready to submerge fully under. But for us to wade one measure further into the waters of grief, to make space for that movement toward accepting the life that we have in Jesus. I think about what those disciples may have wanted, that they may have wanted the old Jesus back. But in those moments where they wanted the old Jesus back, the one who was with them, who was comforting them on chaotic waters, who was feeding thousands, I imagine that Jesus is simply saying, don't cling to me because there is more. There is more to be had. See, Jesus didn't just enter back into his old self. He moved through death into his glorified body. This this season is one of intense transition and adjustment. And I, I believe that God is bringing us into something new and beautiful. And if you're like me, I, I, I kind of get caught up in the future. And so I, I miss the present. Or maybe you're somebody who looks to the past. And so you want to cling to those moments of the past and you too miss the future. So what we need in this moment is to learn from those who know what it is to be present with Jesus, to receive this moment as it is. One that is saying there is space for joy amidst grief that there is space to endure and have patience with joy as we try and figure out what in the world it is to be the church right now. But today, I, I would just ask that you would resolve it in your heart to be present, to be present to the very moment right now where God is inviting you to see Jesus afresh. See, The Holy Spirit can only be received when first one lives through those 40 days of grieving. See, it wasn't that Jesus rose from the grave and then power on high went and flooded the upper room. No, there was time between that. It it was this time of adjustment. This is the tenderness of Jesus. So let us be a church that sits with humility before our risen Savior and asks, where are you leading us? That is our prayer today. Perhaps you're entering into your Sabbath this evening and you're receiving the gift of God's rest. Ask him, where are you leading us? Where are you leading me? What am I clinging to that I need to let go and then receive a fresh hope of life to allow you to lead me there? Let that question be on your lips in this moment. Jesus, where are you leading me? So may you find peace and consolation in our Jesus. Would his spirit so stir your affections for the Son that you could only but sit at his feet, wanting to know where he is right now, how he is moving right now. May you be drawn deeper into the presence of our gracious Savior today. Grace and peace to you all.